199th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia oh. Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where mm. two professional quizmasters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, oh, as boy. well as quizzing each other, quizzing each other, oh. and our guests on our favorite <laughs> questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team. Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Oh, Lee, how are you? Oh, so many noises. <laughs> I'm doing can you believe it? Yes, I can. We're one away, baby. <laughs> I know, it's 199. I think back in this room... It's like Christmas Eve. Back when the computer was over here, and I was over there, and mm-hmm. you were over here, and things were just different. We were so young and spry. Yep. Who would care about a podcast full of trivia doofuses like you and I? Who would dare to care? <laughs> and it looks like there are a couple. There are several people. Thank you, listeners, for couple, two, three. sticking with us. Yes. Uh, we love the quiz. Oh, we how, do. How you been? Good. Busy. Yeah, I know. You're a jet setter. Busy. Yeah. yeah. If anybody's listened to uh, Lyrics to Go, you know that I was in Illinois, home for a day, in Illinois again, immediately. Ones for pleasure. I went to go see Jawbreaker uh, with Built to Spill and the Smoking Popes Woo! and to sit in my Airbnb and relax and be on my phone. So that was a lot of fun. I flew home. I won a mini golf tournament. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I had band practice and then went back to Illinois for work. And uh, that was a lot of fun also. So, uh, got to meet some people that I've been working with for a year, but have never met. So good. Just back to back to back to back to back busy. It's good to see you. It's been about oh. a week and a half since we've done one of these. Yeah. So g- great to have you here. Thank you. Uh, great to see you. How I've have just you been? been doing well, spending time with the family. Good. Doing uh, various art projects, getting ready for a Megacon. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got a table Orlando, at Megacon. Baby. So if you uh, want to come say hi, you know, it's going to be a great day. There's tons of celebrities there, all sorts of pop culture booths and stuff like that. Will you be there with frequent guest Jonathan Lewis or frequent guest Justin Peterson? Yes. And also guest uh, John Lane. Yes. will be there as well and some other folks. So uh, we're hoping that all of our tables will be right next to each other. We all put in requests to be kind of stationed near each other. So hopefully there's you can come visit No No Island. They won't know I'm calling it that, but that's what I'm going to call it. What no are no these Island. dates? Uh, that would be May 19th through the 22nd. Maybe I'll try and venture up there. You haven't been to Megacon in a while. You it know it's a, a good time. It's been a long time. Yeah. It has been a long time. I'm afraid that it's going to awaken some beast because I haven't collected comic books in a long time. I'm afraid it's going to awaken some beast and I'll end up losing a bunch of money. Oh, well, <laughs> who knows? We'll uh, we'll get you behind the table, do some signings. Oh, you know, we'll I'd do autographs. To. 20 bucks an autograph from Mark the, Davis. There you go. Signed eight by 10. Yes. Yeah. No, no is making our first official con appearance. Yep. And uh, also got a, another uh, cool event coming up. We'll we'll talk about that in the calendar in a little bit. But other Beautiful. than that, I've been playing uh, Quizzle. And you've you've heard of Quizzle, right? It's, I've heard of it, yes. It I've seen, the, seen people talking about it in the Discord. Wordle-style game, but it's instead of uh, guessing uh, what the word is, having six attempts to guess a word, that's the classic Wordle. Quizzle, you get five multiple-choice trivia questions uh, per day and uh, keeps track of your score. Um, I've done, let's see here. I can bring up my score. This is like a web app. The website is quizzle, Q U I Z L dot I O quizzle dot I O. And, uh, you can play the day's quiz 
pretty cool stuff. I've played 18 games. My longest streak and my current streak is 12 games, and I have an average score of 3.8. Most of my uh, uh, scores have been 5 out of 5. I've had 6 of those, and then 5 quizzes each with 4 out of 5 and 3 out of 5 right, and then one score I did terribly, 2 out of 5. Mm. Um, no one out of five or zero out of fives, thankfully, but I might quit the podcast if, <laughs> if it was like that <laughs> lopsided the other direction, I'd start questioning things. Are they the same questions for everybody per day? Like Wordle? I believe so. I've, I've assumed so. So, uh, the one that I missed was question number four and I like how at the top it has like the green and red. So mm-hmm. it shows you which number you got wrong. Oh, that's, that's some yeah, good that's user clever. interface design yeah. right there. So like, uh, I have four green letters in the name because I've done the quiz and then the red Z question number four in this quiz, Louis Pasteur developed a vaccine for what? Did you get this right? I did. I selected chicken pox, but the correct answer was rabies. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So that was the one that I missed. I got four out of five. How did you do? I know you just uh, knocked it out real quick before we started recording. I also got four out of five. Oh, which one did you miss? I missed uh, the Jewish Day of Atonement. Oh, yes. Yom Kippur. Yeah. I I was going back and forth between that and Passover. I don't know why I selected Passover, but clearly I'm not up to knowledge on my my Jewish studies. I apologize. Yom Kippur is pretty tight. You just don't eat for one day and then all of your sins for the year forgiven. Jesus. Yep. That's a, I think I'd rather think you should I'd rather try just have the sins happen. What are you call me fat? No, I'm just, I'm just saying it's uh, you're just good to go. You should try it a bunch. You should uh, clear no, your what's sins for, for like two weeks. I'll be honest. I could never fast for Yom Kippur. I always just got too hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I just, it's, it's a tough I'll deal gig. with that later. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to our own quiz, and uh, thanks, uh, Quizzle, once again, try that out. That's mm-hmm. Quizzle.io. Um, before we get to our quiz though, for the episode, let's go over a weekly wrap up. Hmm. It's a double weekly wrap up double, double, double. this week because we had uh, two weeks worth of quizzes uh, to go over here. First up, quiz 409. Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres won our quiz with a top score of 108 points. Uh, Springfield in second with 86 points. And Legal Drug Dealers in third with 78 points at Pointy Bell. And then uh, that Thursday, we had quiz 410 at Ollie's Pub. And it was just the tips who won, taking the third round and overall win with 93 points. Uh, Dog ate my answers in second place with 89 points. That was uh, Christian from Shiba Inu Illuminati playing on that team and feeling lucky in third with 79 points. Then this week at Pointy Bell Brewing Company, we had quiz number 411, but it was a weed quiz because it was held on April 20th. Oh, so what does that mean? All weed questions, weed culture, pot culture, and the such. 21 questions. Uh, I had an edible beforehand and it made the quiz feel like it took eight hours long to get through. <laughs> we were on time though. We were, we were within the two hour limit. Bless but you for being able to do that. I it was freak out. Yeah, no, it was, it was great though. It was uh, a hopping good time or hemping good time. Special thanks to Calusa hemp for coming out and giving some extra prizes, oh. some uh, beard oil, some lotion, a couple pieces of apparel, uh, much appreciated for them adding into the uh, the prize mix there at Pointy Bell. Let's see here. Who won that one, man? Who won that one? <laughs> it was Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres 
getting their third victory in as many weeks, Jeez. getting a turkey on 420, ending the quiz with 88 points. Daddy's in second with 74 points. And Hoppy Hempers, that's Daddy's favorite, in second with 74 points. And Hoppy Hempers in third with 53 points. Then the next night at Ollie's for quiz number 412, we had uh, the Squeaky Chairs returning. Team number 15, the Squeaky Chairs, coming Jeez. back out. They were the 15th team that's ever registered for our trivia and uh, winning the quiz with 122 points. The eighth top score ever at Ollie's Pub. Just the tips in second with 96 points. And a third place tie between Shiba Inu Illuminati and Death Stars are the best stars with 83 points each. The advantage going to Death Stars are the best stars on a tiebreaker, looking at all the bonus quizzes, making Shiba Inu Illuminati a rare biggest learner for the evening. I was going to say, wow, like what a slip for uh, the champions. I think they might have leaned into it to get that, uh, you know, final request category for next week. But if, if you, you know what it is, is Christian was on the uh, he, he joined up with Wicked Bad on the 420 quiz and then he was with the squeaky chairs on uh the thursday night quiz oh, deflected. so they were uh, there were, were there were some you know uh shots of uh traitor some charges of traitor to christian i wonder if he's off the team or on the team i don't Jeez. know it could be some drama but he is he's been on the winning team steadily since he left so we will see what happens if you uh, watch F1 racing like I do now, he is the Lu they are uh, the Shiba Inu Shiba Inu Illuminati are like the uh, the Lewis Hamilton of uh, I haven't been keeping up with it, <laughs> but I'll get that reference. I, the reason two. I had to start a little later this morning is because there was a race this morning. Today was my first ah, day watching a full F1 race. Oh, nice! And it was it was was it glorious. everything you want? Okay, yes, good. good. Yes, it was wonderful. With uh, Red Bull pulling out a 1-2, getting the first and second place. Oh, mm. okay. Top two slots. Yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting year for F1. So All right. You gotta, I'm going to force you to keep watching. <laughs> okay, you'll be, I'm going to make you watch it with you'll me. You'll be quizzing me on it. <clears throat> there you go. That's, that's, that's what I got to do. That's accountable. Every week, I'm going to ask you <laughs> one question about episodes x through x of drive to survive and see if you can answer if the listeners like it you know write and let us know what you <laughs> yeah think. please make him watch guys make him watch formula one make lee watch it i want to know how your teams did at trivia over the past couple weeks uh two weeks ago i don't remember okay. <laughs> um but someone won it was probably whiskey tango winning overall seth was kind enough to cover it uh for me last week um, using a couple of questions from my suppository, um, and, uh, <laughs> there it is. And, uh, writing some questions himself. Uh, the first and second round is going to don't pin my balls with 18 and 22 points. Yeah. Respectively. Yes, please. Yow. I saw uh, jackass forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking of, uh, of, uh, what's it called? Uh, the don't how do you get the beans above the franks oh yeah there's something about mary there's something about mary there it is horrifying and uh, we've mentioned that recently too oh podcast. yeah it's terrifying yeah it's everybody's worst nightmare and then the gubernaculum winning the whole <laughs> evening with 43 points the gubernaculum such a great team name what is gubernaculum uh they had me look it up once i can't remember off the top of my head uh, i need to know I need to know. Uh, Gubernaculum is a part or structure that serves as a guide, especially a fibrous cord that connects the fetal testis with the bottom of the scrotum, and by failing to elongate in proportion to the rest of the fetus, causes the descent of the testes. Oh, it's like kind of a pulley system. 
for the balls. Yes. For the old bean bag. <laughs> the old bean bag. <laughs> Drop it. If you missed our trivia this week and you want to join us, you have a few opportunities to do so. This Wednesday, we're live at Point E Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer, suggest categories for next week's quiz, and enjoy tasty, tasty food by Yabo Mobile. Join us at Point E Bell on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Just do it. I can't do that again for Ollie's, but just as much excitement for trivia at Ollie's on Thursdays. That's also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, or whatever else you can find for sale at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. Please join us for our next quiz at Ollie's on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Recently, I've been posting pictures of the uh, records I would buy if I won that gift card. That's a fun little treasure hunt I've been doing at Ollie's in the records bin. Uh, got Depeche Mode's Violator pulled out for one, uh, Ooh, one yep. of the weeks. Madness with... Uh, Oh, what album was it? Absolute? Absolutely? I don't like Madness. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like Madness? Not really. What? Yeah. I've never been a big uh I've never been a big second wave ska guy. I really, really like the specials. Um I like the selector. Madness, there's some stuff that's fine, but they were a little too goofy for me. Baggy trousers. Baggy you don't like baggy trousers? <laughs> Fuck no. It's just so stupid. Anyways, House moving on. Fun. Moving on. There's so much stuff that's just so <laughs> ridiculous. They're fine. One Step Beyond is great. One Step Beyond, Our House. I mean, that is like Our their House big is catchy, hit, but it's like know? not ska. Like that's what no, they no, started no, 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 no. But I mean, it's crazy stuff. to find out that that was a ska band. Like, wait yeah. a second, Our House is what? Yeah. And we do have a special event coming up on May 14th at Ollie's Pub. We're going to be doing trivia request live. Oh, you come out. And request the trivia about a half hour before we start the quiz. I will write live questions based on what you write down. That's so interesting. You're, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, but I feel prepared. I think I can do it. Uh, going to take a little bit longer in between each question, obviously. Give myself yeah. about three minutes instead of two and a half uh, to write those. But I think with a little lead time ahead of time, it's going to be a great night. And you're not going to get any fresher trivia than this. It's going to be the freshest possible trivia. Usually we do the trivia quests the week before, give ourselves a whole week to go through the quiz. This is going to be a true uh, improv trivia experience. I don't think you'll have an opportunity to uh, do many events like this. These are ripe off the vine, folks. These are freshly plucked off the vine. Yeah, we'll call it we'll call it 7 o'clock to put your category requests in. Mm-hmm. Quiz starting at 7.30. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, you can play Mark's Trivia every week in Cape Coral mm. at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom. That starts at 8 p.m. Yes. Apologize uh, to everyone. Um, Seth referred to himself as inept. I don't think that's the case. But he was having a little bit of trouble getting on Zoom. So we had no Zoom last week. I apologize. I will be back there on Wednesday. Zoom will be happening. We had a couple of people ask about doing the Zoom. I tell you all, please do the Zoom from afar. Come on. Join Whiskey Tango. We've got some other people saying that they'd be interested in playing. Um, do so, the Zoom. Yeah, come on. Do, do, do the, the Zoom, zoom from, from afar. Zoom. Do the Zoom from afar. Do it. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? 
Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. That was fun. That was a fun one. That was a fun one, huh? <laughs> May as well go out with a bang on 199. Yeah. Before we take our first break, just want to put it out there. We will be doing an all rate my questions episode for episode 200, as well as uh, going over some other uh, no notes and listener feedback that we have. So go ahead and uh, write us at no nonsense trivia at gmail.com if you have a uh, rate my question or a no note for our special 200th episode. Mm-hmm. Or you can call us at 1 929 356 6966. Okay. Let's take a little break and then we'll be right back with round one of our trivia quiz. All right, we are back. Lee... Here's your first question. Lay it on me. Don Diego's secret identity, Zorro, is the Spanish word for what animal? Zorro is the Spanish word for what animal? Don Diego. His secret identity, Zorro. Don Diego. Don Diego. Don Diego. (laughs) On MTV. Don Diego, Don Diego. <laughs> Zorro is the Spanish word for what animal? Hmm. Well, I think he's uh, a character of uh, Mexican origin, or that's where the character is from. So I'm thinking it's got to be a uh, a character or an animal that they have in Mexico. Um. Maybe it's an armadillo or a horse. Rattlesnake. Hmm. Jackrabbit. <laughs> Mule. <laughs> uh, I think it might be horse. I'm going to go with horse. Sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> oh, okay. Fox. Is the correct answer. Oh, probably because of the mask. Yeah. A lot of people were thinking that it might be raccoon because, okay. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little bandit mask, but yep. The correct answer is Fox Zorro. Okay. Sly like a Fox. This was one of my uh, 420 questions that I had food and books. What kind of fried sandwich is named for a classic 1844 novel whose title character regularly smokes hashish? A behavior pulled from the novel's author, Alexandra Dumas, Dumas. is real life. Uh, this one I know because back in the day, we used to frequent a little place called Bennigan's. And <laughs> kind of land with the audible moan. Oh. <laughs> that was a Homer Simpson die right there. <laughs> and uh, um. I actually went over to the other coast a couple of years ago to visit some e friends, and there was a there was a Bennigan's that was opened over what? in Mel- There's a Bennigan's in Melbourne, Florida. Wow! And I went over there, and I did have a half of a Monte Cristo. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, Monte Cristo. Absolutely. The yep. count of 
Mm-hmm. That's the book by Alexandre Dumas. Dumbass. Dumas. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fried sandwich. Seems like a appropriate, especially given the characters uh, smoking for the uh, holiday quiz that we had at Pointe Bell. Mm-hmm. Here's a little question for you. Okay. Baku, the largest city on the Caspian Sea and home to a Formula One Grand Prix since 2017. <laughs> Is the capital of what country? One more time. Baku. B-A-K-U. Baku Mm -hmm. is the largest city on the Caspian Sea and home to a Formula One Grand Prix since 2017. Is the capital of what country? Baku. Caspian Sea. Now, if you've been watching... Drive to survive like a good little boy. You might know this because they fe- they always mm-hmm. feature the Baku Grand Prix. I've seen the first two episodes. I think it is in one of them. I think it very well could be. It's not Spain. It's uh, hmm. It's not Greece. Cyprus. Caspian Sea. Mm, well, regular listeners know my geography is butt. That's how I'd rate it. I would rate my geography skills as butt. Um, I'm going to go with Cyprus. Sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer is Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Baku. Baku. All right. Muscle names. My next category for you. Names of muscles. Okay. Used primarily for hip extension. What is the name of the largest muscle in the human body? Used primarily for hip extension. What is the name of the largest muscle in the human body? Oh. This I don't know. Um, I've always heard the term hip flexor. I don't know if a flexor does not sound like the name of a muscle. But you said hip extension. I don't, I don't know the name of any other muscle. I pulled my deltoid. I pulled my, I don't know. It's a terrible answer, I'm sure, but I'm going to say flexor. No. No. It is the largest muscle in the human body. It is the gluteus maximus. Oh, dang. It's that butt. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty painful if you tear that, I imagine. (laughs) I don't know what you'd have to be doing. Don't want to pull your butt. Too much. You can pull my butt. Hip extension too much there. You're pulling that. Yeah. um, I'm looking up uh, flexor. It just is anatomical terminology. So I think it's like maybe a type of muscle, not necessarily a specific muscle. Perhaps. How do you feel about 80s movies? Love them. Let's ask you this. All right. Disorderlies was a 1987 comedy movie starring what rap group? 87? 87. 
Hmm. Mike Mitchell came in right when I was asking this question. He's like, I know this. Wow. He was one of like two teams that got it, I think. Well, there's uh, by 87, you've got the Beastie Boys. You've got maybe you've got NWA. Might be a little early for them. Certainly too early to make a movie. 87. Could be wrong, though. Maybe I shouldn't be so sure. Um, 87 rap groups. Um, There's the Fat Boys. There's Salt and Peppa. TLC might be too early for TLC. Kid and Play. Did they rap? Disorderlies. I want to say the Beastie Boys, but like, I've never heard about this before. Rex and Effect. (laughs) I don't know. I could be here all day. It's too early for Wu-Tang. It's never too early for (laughs) Wu-Tang. I mean, in, in the timeline. I'm hoping to go see them with Nas. Oh, yeah? On the other coast in September. On the West Coast? Well, the other coast of Florida. Oh, okay. The East coast of Florida. East coast of Florida. West Palm Beach. I see. I was going to say, why is everybody going out there? Everybody's already over here. You're here. They're here. Um, disorderlies. I can't see the... I don't see the Beastie Boys. Well, maybe. I mean, they're doing Fight for Your Right. I'll go with the Beastie Boys. So that's incorrect. Wrong. You did mention them. The Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, 1987 comedy movie, which I thought was probably going to cut out the NWAs of the world. NWA starting in 1987 or active in 1987. But the Fat Boys, known for being funny, uh, I thought maybe be a little bit of a, a tip of the hat, but kid and play would have been a good guess. I think. And, uh, and beastie boys are obviously always a good guess, but it was the fat boys. I can't tell you how close I was to saying the fat boys. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to go back, but you get caught up on beastie boys. All right. My last question. Now that I'm properly demoralized <laughs> here, NFL stars, NFL stars, which former NFL middle linebacker, who has an award given in his name annually to top linebackers would go on to become one of the first celebrities to be featured in a Super Bowl ad endorsed Prestone antifreeze or ethanol glycomate. I think is what you said it was Mm -hmm. in the seventies Miller light in the eighties Ethel something, something like that. And quick cook and the quick cook grill in the nineties. Former NFL middle linebacker has an award given in his name annually to top linebackers would go on to become one of the first celebrities to be featured in a Super Bowl ad endorsing Prestone antifreeze in the 70s and then Miller Lite in the 80s and Quick Cook Grill in the 90s. That was a grill that used newspapers as fuel. I think I may know this. I hope I know this. I think it's Walter Payton. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
No, Mark, I'm sorry. The answer is Dick Butkus. God damn. Dick Butkus. Number 51 for the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Man, a lot of awards named after Bears. Because I think there's a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award Mm. or something like that. The Butkus Award given to high school, college, and pro-level linebackers. Hmm. How funny. His name is Dick Butt Kiss. Well, it's cuss, but well, cuss, but let's be honest. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a funny sounding name for sure. It sounds like butt kiss. Yeah, Walter Payton. Partially, back, I have to say way. his name kind of inspired me to uh, write a question about him. I was like, I got to write a butt kiss question, you know? Yeah. Well, it you've made always a difference. been a butt kisser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, let's take a break. <laughs> yes, please. Back, it is time for some miscorrections. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, Kyle shoot us in the head. Miscorrections. All right, anyways, we were just trying something new there. (laughs) It's episode 199. Yeah, you know. We know know you wanted a new miscorrection theme. We're trying the monk version. Mm. Monks humming, chanting. Miscorrection. We have a miscorrection here from uh, Sai from New Zealand. Sai wrote, uh, uh, sent us an MP4 or an MP3 through email because, uh, she wrote, sending it as a voice clip because Mark likes accents, but I don't want to spend a fortune calling America to leave a voicemail. Fair enough. So that's a great method. And it also comes through a little bit cl- clearer, I think, if you're recording like at home. So that is an option. If you uh, don't want to call us, that's, you know, you can do that, but you can also just send us a uh, MP3. Here is our message from Sai. Kiora, hello from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Sai here, one of your Rumpelsnout skins. I just had a couple of little missed corrections from forever and a day ago. Um, at one of the first episodes of the No No, Lee referenced a native of New Zealand as New Zealand dish, which just sounds revolting. Um, so we are New Zealanders, or um, another thing that was mentioned was uh, our rivalry with Australia. We do have um, a comic rivalry with the Aussies, and he mentioned that they call us Kiwi as an insult. Uh, that's not true. Um, we call ourselves Kiwis, so the Kiwi is our national bird and we're quite proud of that um granted the kiwi is a fat defenseless uh nocturnal flightless bird um which may say something about our country but 
whatever, we're, we're proud. Um, so you can call us uh, Kiwis, you can call us New Zealanders, um, but please don't call us New Zealandish because that just sounds yucky. Um, I love the podcast. I love um, listening and learning new things. I feel like a dum-dum most of the time, but um, it is great at distracting me from the strange times that we're living in at the moment so keep it up thank you very much um and i can't wait to hear the next episode thank you sai uh don't worry i won't be using that phrase i'm not even gonna say it now yeah uh, since you find it so revolting uh thank you for calling in from new zealand and uh for the corrections uh don't know why i uh said it was a pejorative I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> you should be proud to be a Kiwi, uh, but thank you so much. And thank you for the extra information there yes. about the Kiwi bird as well. Indeed. And if you have a miscorrection, a rate my question or a little no note, no nonsense trivia gmail.com is the email address, or you can call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. See, I did or, an accent. There you go. Or <laughs> find us on social media. Uh, and again, Please send us some rate my questions for episode two hundred. We're gonna yes, do all please. my rate my questions, oh. or if you have any uh, any notes that you want to, especially if you have an accent. Hmm. Please, even if you don't, though, everybody should feel comfortable yeah. calling it. But, but especially if you have, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to see you know that our our podcast, our little Flor- Southwest Florida podcast, has reached uh, to different corners of the globe. Indeed, Lee, I got a philosophy question for you. Yes. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius, whose influential writings were titled Meditations after his death, is known for his association with what school of philosophy? Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius, whose influential writings were titled Meditations after his death, is known for his association with what school of philosophy? Marcus Aurelius. Uh, I don't know. Um, his writings were titled Meditations After His Death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. School of Philosophy. Yes, as in a branch of philosophy, not a specific school, like a university. That's not what I'm looking for. Right, right, right. You're looking for, like... You know, it's funny, when I think of, like branches of philosophy or what have you i'm not always sure i mean i think there are some things that i mean there's some obvious ones like nihilism but i don't think that's him meditations as a school of philosophy the school of philosophy based on thinking about stuff. I uh, don't know. Uh, I'm going to say optimism. No, that's kind of close in, in concept. Stoicism. Okay. Is the answer that I'm looking for. So kind of uh, trying to work through your emotions and uh, taking negative things as an opportunity to learn from them. Got it. Yeah, Stoic philosophy. I actually just saw a post on Facebook today about Stoicism that uh, had a little comic with it. Yeah. 
it's uh, it's definitely gained a uh, resurgence of popularity in terms of uh, pop philosophy. I feel like the stoicism has kind of come back due to uh, like Ryan Holiday's book, The uh, Obstacle is the Way, influencing some podcasters and stuff. So it's it's re-entering, you know, and mindfulness meditation is kind of associated with it as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because the uh, comic that I saw actually reads very much as an optimistic thing. The the It was before Stoicism someone being frowning and then smiling and then life saying you're not allowed to smile and then frowning. And then for stoicism, it was someone kind of blank faced smiling. And then when life says, no, they're still smiling, which reads kind of as optimism. So yeah. I like to think in my mind, you were close. You're close. Barking up the right tree, mm-hmm. which goddess daughter of Metis and Zeus sprung from her father's head. Whilst he was wearing a full suit of armor. Metis and Zeus, mm-hmm. a goddess that sprung from his head uh, while wearing a full suit of armor. Um, I think Athena is a warrior goddess, so that would uh, that would maybe be my guess because uh, Ares is is the god of war. I think Athena is the is the warrior goddess, and you would have armor in war. So I'm going to go with Athena. That's correct. All right. Good job. Okay. 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 Feeling good about that. Animals. My next category for you. The ancient Aztecs referred to the armadillo as aotoctli, which is a word that combines aotl and toctli, the Nahatul name for which two creatures. So basically the Aztec word for the armadillo, uh, they thought that they looked like which two creatures put together. Mm. A yodel and toktli. Um. Aztecs were on some wild shit, man. <laughs> Eating avocados. That looks like balls. <laughs> Looking at armadillos, that looks like these two animals. Yeah, well, they really broke it down, didn't mm-hmm. they? They had an advanced way of looking at it that our current society may see as unadvanced. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, the words don't give me much help. Um, I feel like I've seen a yodel before, but I don't know. So I'm basically just trying to figure out if I saw a... If I saw an art, wait, what animal did you say it was? Armadillo. Armadillo. What would I think it looked like? Well, armadillo. It's obviously long and kind of scaly. It's got that plate of armor. Um, what other animal has a plate of armor like that? And I mean, I guess it would have to be an animal that has a plate of armor like that that also would be around Mexico, I believe is where they were. I don't know if they have like pangolins. One of the first animals I think of when I think of like a natural armor. 
We've got plenty of armadillos around here. Mm-hmm. Seeing them, unfortunately, many of them dead in the road. Yep. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say a rat and a turtle. <laughs> You're uh, half correct. So I'll give you a little bit of both. Uh, the turtle portion, but it is a hare or a rabbit. A rabbit turtle. Okay. See this guy? Yeah. The little yeah. cutie pie. Yeah, he's a cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Rabbit turtle. Yeah. Ayototli. Ayototli. Mm-hmm. That's, that thing is totally cute. Ayo. Totally. Ayo. Totally. Ivan Petra was the last man to wear what in a Wimbledon final? Ivan hmm. Petra, Y-V-O-N, last name P-E-T-R-A, was the last man to wear what in a Wimbledon final? Can I get his name one more time? Ivan? Ivan Petra. Petra. He, I believe, also was the last Frenchman to win a Wimbledon title. Hmm. To wear what? Well, I can't tell you that, Lee. That's the question. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got the phrasing I right. I know, I yeah. know. Um, okay, let's see here. What do tennis players wear? They wear shoes. They wear shorts. Maybe skirts. They wear shirts. They wear visors. They wear glasses. They wear face masks. Could it be face masks? I don't know if I've ever seen a face mask in uh, in tennis. And I, I mean, I'm sure that if you have some kind of injury, like you've sustained a nose injury and you want to play tennis, you might wear a mask to protect your uh, healing bones. But that's probably pretty rare. Maybe it's uh, some kind of belt that has like extra tennis balls, like a holstered ball holder. That'd be wild. They're like, let's just get rid of these. We got people that will help and give us the balls when we need them. But I don't know that they would ever do that in the first place. Um, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a face mask. Maybe that was common at one point and it's been dropped. Sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is long pants. Oh, okay. Long pants. <laughs> that looks funny in my mind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you so dressed up? <laughs> what are you Relax. Doing? You're playing tennis. It's the fucking it's Wimbledon, dude. <laughs> Calm down. Take off those slacks. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a question about Hot Wheels toys for you. Now, (laughs) while you've been watching, uh, before you got in your F1 kick, I know you were uh, watching some Antiques Roadshow, Mm -hmm. which is about collectibles. Maybe, I don't know, but maybe this might have come up in an episode. I could easily see this being subject matter on that show. A lot of episodes. What is the term amongst collectors for Hot Wheels produced within the first 10 years of the brand's history that is named for a cosmetic tire detail unique to the production period. 
What is the term amongst collectors for Hot Wheels produced within the first 10 years of the brand's history that is named for a cosmetic tire detail unique to the production period? Well, I'm just going to go with what I know, which is the first thing that I thought of, and I'm not going to talk myself out of it. Uh, I know that there are white wall tires, which uh, have the white ring on the outside, um, and I know that's a unique tire detail, so I'm going to say white wall. No, I'm sorry, Mark. God damn it. They do make Hot Wheels with white wheel tires, but they are not exclusive to the uh, first 10 years of production. Okay. They actually are called red line because there is a red line around the wheels of all the tires. Red line all- instead of a fucking white. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is really Gears unique just to, because I don't think there are red line tires in real life. Yeah. I think it's it's really unique to the Hot Wheels. Some of these cars I was looking go for, seem to go for around $6,000. For a single toy. Right. Yeah. So highly sought after collectibles. Uh, Is this the last question of the second round? In what state is the Boxing Hall of Fame located? I wonder if I ever asked this before. I feel like I've asked this before, but a lot of people didn't get it right. So if I did, I'm asking it again. You're going to have to deal with it. I'm thinking it's either New York, Illinois, or California. Obviously, uh, Illinois would be because of Chicago and uh, New York, New York City. I'm going to go ahead and take off California from my from my options here. I just they've got a lot of like awards and Hall of Fames and stuff like that. But I feel like the boxing Hall of Fame would be uh, maybe more historic, historically tied to the location of whence it came forth. I'm gonna go with sh- I'm gonna go with Illinois. Sorry, that's incorrect. Were you thinking that maybe because I was in in Illinois in a bunch? I yeah, that information. I was. I met a game a little bit. It, yeah. it led me astray. Uh, the correct but I answer. Could see it. I could see it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Chicago's mm-hmm. got some people that are built tough in Chicago. The correct answer is New York. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. <laughs> I just got to I just got to accept that. I feel like I've been so close to some right answers on this episode. Yes, you have. It, it matters not. It matters not. I'm happy hey, to, it matters I'm happy, to me. I'm happy to know the correct information now. There you go. Yeah. That's what it's all about. All right. That's it. 3 and 3. We're going to take a little break and we will be back with our final questions. back mark yes it is your turn to kick off round three. Oh, and my god am i ever ready here's your last question what popular term means bountiful mother in latin bountiful mother popular term what popular term it means bountiful mother in latin mm-hmm Mm. Bountiful. Me mom got a big ass. <laughs> Dump truck. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Dump truck Ecclesiastes. 
No, this, uh, this mother like m- a Pixar mother. Madre, Matra, Purple Matra, Purple Mattress, The Grid. <gasps> By the way, we are uh, maintaining that we're keeping no nonsense trivia ad free. So if you do like the show, you know you can s- sign up on Patreon to uh, help keep the proverbial lights on as so many of you have. Mm. We appreciate your support and get access to bonus episodes. Yes. And you never have have to hear us seriously talk about mattresses of any color, be they purple, red, blue, yellow. We're not talking about them. You also help us snail skin our rumples. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And to captain our teams. We're being complete. Madre. I don't think it's Madre. It's got to be like uh, maternal, though. Met. Popular term. Bountiful mother. This is, a, this is a tough one. I feel like it's one, though, where when you give me the answer, I'm going to go, that is a popular term. And I, I can see how it would say bountiful mother. What's bountiful in Latin? Cornucopia. Is that Latin? Cornucopia Madre? Not a day goes by that I don't hear somebody saying Cornucopia Madre. I have no idea. I'm going to take a goose egg on this. You're going to take a goose egg? I don't. Well, I did get one right, this quiz, but uh, yeah, I have no answer here. Tell me. <laughs> Bountiful mother in Latin. Now, I'm curious to see what you think of this because. I did get a little bit of pushback okay. from uh, Whiskey Tango on this, so I'm curious to see what you say. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is Alma Mater. Mm, okay. Now, would you say that's a popular term? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a popular term. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, got, I don't know if she was joking, but Lisa gave me a little bit of popular term. Really? And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, people say it a bunch. I mean, anybody that graduated from their high school or their college mm-hmm. referred to as their alma mater. That's- I think I think it might be a case of uh, words chosen. I don't know how many points this was worth. It was the may- last question. May- oh, the final question? Yeah. If you say academic term, that might Ugh, make I think it, it a, gets little a little bit easier. Bit, yeah. But it might be a little bit more fair. I mean, it, you were barking up the right tree. You were saying madre. I think mm-hmm. if you get on mater, yeah, then you're Alma, all. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the question's unfair, but you could definitely give a little more for to. for a final question. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you're the quiz master. I mean, a couple of people yeah. did get it. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> that's all you need. I mean, not many, but a couple people <laughs> if, did get it. That's all you want for a final question. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect when uh, maybe about half the teams get the final question right, half or less, you know, somewhere between like a third and half. That's a good ratio. And then their performance, the rest of the quiz should kind of like sort out who those top few teams are. Yeah. So if you're getting that, then I think, uh, you know. You're in you're in good shape as a quiz master, but I do think that you could you could maybe be a little bit more generous with that. If I was doing it, I I might have said academic, but not made that the final question. Okay. Um, but you know, teach their own. 
Indeed. You have uh, different difficult questions all the way through. So <laughs> known for it. It's, it's hard to say. Classic television. Classic. Classic television. Television. From the uh, 1960s here. Going way, way back. What guitar playing character created by cartoonist Bob Montana had their own musical animated TV show for one season from 1968 to 1969? That was re-aired in eight formats under various titles for the next 10 years until 1978, produced six spin-off television series, and a Billboard number one hit song. What guitar-playing character, created by cartoonist Bob Montana, had their own musical animated TV show for one season from 1968 to 1969 that was re-aired in eight formats under various titles until 1978, produced six spin-off television series, and a Billboard number one hit song? Wow. It's quite the season of TV. Mm. Um, Wow. I got you Owen Wilson on this one. Wow. <laughs> uh, guitar playing character, cartoon character. Created by Bob Montana. Well, my good friend uh, Tim, if he's listening, will know that one of the first people that comes to mind is uh, Uncle Picos. Uh, from Tom and Jerry. Uncle Picos. Uncle Picos. Who snatches Tom's whiskers for guitar strings. Then tunes them. Bring, 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 bring. Frog went according and he did right. I could, I could, I could, I remember being on tour with a ska band. I was in table nine with him and this is like the day of real player Mm -hmm. and like trying to download this video of him doing this and just crying, laughing. (laughs) Um, I don't know that it's him. I don't think he had a whole series season of TV. There is Senor Kabong, and I think he played guitar. Who else played guitar that was a cartoon character? I'm going to say Senor Kabong. No. No, the correct answer is Archie Andrews. The Archies was the show. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, The song was... Sugar, do 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 do. Oh, honey, honey, do 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 do. You are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. Sugar, sugar by the Archies, a number one God Billboard hit. Damn, with uh, Ron Dante on lead vocals Ron and Dante. T- Tony Wine on duet and backing vocals. You might not know that that song was rejected by the Monkees. Really? Yes. This is mm. a quote uh, from Mike, Mickey Dolans. As you know, Don Kirshner presented that as our next tune. I was going to record it. That's when Mike Nesmith led the Palace Revolt 
and we fought for the right to have at least some sort of control over the music. I didn't go to the session. I'd gone to England, and that's when I met the Beatles. Don Kirshner got fired, but then he recorded the song with the Archies. He said, that way, nobody can talk back to me. Jeez. <laughs> it's a cartoon band. Huh. Well... Good question. Thank you. Interesting stuff. I Indeed. did not know that that was an Archie's song. You know, I mean, it's been covered and, you know, been an, a staple in pop music history for so long. Yeah, I uh, I think I did know that to some extent, but I was thinking, I, I guess I'd never put together the Archie's and Archie Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was a musical animated series. It spun off Josie and the Pussycats. It spun off Sabrina, the teenage witch. Wow. So lots of influence there. It's like the, uh, that little, I can't remember the kid's name. Archie. No, the one, <laughs> the one that has all the TV shows tied to him because he was looking at the snow globe. Oh, uh, oh, what is it? It's not Northern exposure. It's, uh, no, it was, um, um, the show was seen elsewhere, seen elsewhere, but what was the kid's name? That's how many episodes we've done. We we have to go back and look up. I think this was within the first hundred episodes that you met. You, you asked about this. Tommy Westfall, the Tommy Westfall, uh, trope. Yes. If you, uh, if you forgot. Tommy Westfall looks into a snow globe and the snow globe is seen elsewhere. Um, the same one they show in the beginning, basically showing that this whole world exists inside this autistic child's mind. But because there were characters in St. Elsewhere, there were on other TV shows. It links hundreds and hundreds of TV shows that all, ex- that all must exist then in his mind. Um, I'm trying to see the exact number if they uh if they have it but you know St. Elsewhere there is a uh the St. Elsewhere characters Dr. Ro- Dr. Roxanne Turner and Victor Elric appeared on Homicide Life on the Street which would there mean, <laughs> therefore mean that Homicide Life on the Street also must exist in his mind um very 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 interesting uh theory wow good stuff Indeed. Thanks for that trivia, and uh, thanks for 199 episodes worth of uh, great trivia, Mark. And thank you for listening, everyone. Mm. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways, the easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. I also just want to remind everybody, episode 208, I believe, Leave, will be our four-year anniversary <laughs> so we're gonna hit 200 and then we're gonna hit 208 big ones big ones mm. we should do something very special for 208 fourth anniversary yeah you and i let's will look talk. up what that is we'll talk what's the fourth anniversary gift paper i'll look it up thank you to our patreon supporters for helping us out with the show including a big thanks to our quiz daddies brandon long Adam, 
Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Red Crest Fried Chicken, Tim with Pat's Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Mo, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Jenny, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy 1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John, Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin primarily used for hip extension, and Justin M., Justin Monte Cristo. And thanks to Rumble Snailskins, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Stephen, Kenya, Dallas at all of my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Douglas, Alex, Mike C. Mike collects Redline Hot Wheels. Mike J. Mike just won the Butkus Award. And Mike K. Mike keeps a stoic attitude towards trivia as every missed question is an opportunity to learn. Be like Mike. If you'd like to write us with a rate, my <laughs> You're question. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, it's fine. Why not? Do it. I'm going to take that as feedback. You yes. know, I'm going to take what you just said. You're trying to bring me down. I'm I only trying see, to bring you I down. I only see the positive in it. I only see the positive in it. <laughs> if you'd like to write us with a rate, my question or miscorrection, no nonsense trivia at gmail.com or call us at 1 929 356 6966. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. And we have a Facebook group you can join as well. Just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five, Five stars, stars only, please. please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week.